Alex, want to go to that party at BDB? Ooh, booze, dope, and bimbos? No, no dummy. Beta Delta Beta, the hottest frat on campus. Ah, uh, you know, I heard those guys are real animals. Grr. Ooh, yeah, they are. <laughs> hey, guys, it's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This month has been renamed Pledge Month, as our podcast will be highlighting slashers that are all about that college Greek life. And for today's episode, we are going to be gagging on 1989's Rush Week. As always, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy. So let's put on our Rush Week robes, grab those paddles, and hear what the back of that box says. Okay, yeah, let's do it. When Tony Daniels, an ambitious student reporter, goes in search of an exciting story for the school newspaper, she discovers the dark secrets of Tambor's College. Three beautiful co-eds have disappeared, leaving behind sordid nude photos and $100 bills oddly marked with a sinister axe. Are the disappearances somehow related to the fraternity rituals of Rush Week? Or are they linked to the tragic death of the dean's daughter? Skeletons pop from every closet and veiled threats are made as Tony follows a twisting trail of clues to an intense and shocking surprise ending. Filled with terror and suspense, Rush Week could be the biggest story in Tony's career. If she lives to tell it. 1980. Do you remember? I don't remember. 99. 89. Yeah. What are your thoughts? All right. So overall, um, I like the cinematography that was they were trying like these like weird Suspiria wannabe vibes or whatever. Blue hues, some scenes of vibrant colors. I was into it. I got it. I liked most of the music in it, like with all these bands. Um, Yeah, the, the music was really good. Music okay. was mostly good, except for one scene of this one song. But that vampire uh, song that they played at that party, though—that was awesome. That song, the, that I want the, it. I want it right now. Yeah, that's I mean. by the Dickies. It's called Booby Trap by the Dickies. <gasps> oh, I like the Dickies. That that yeah. makes sense. Was it actually the, song, the Dickies playing, or was it? Just I don't know if it like, was. I don't know if it was them like um, out there like on stage, but yeah, it was their song. The only one I didn't really like was that um. Something about a rat cage or a rat trap. Yeah, or, yeah. I know and that girl's that. voice and her lip sync was awful. But anyway. Oh, it was. Um, I was like, that girl does not have that, that voice. That no, voice at all. That does, no. it doesn't doesn't match. You don't have Janice no. Joplin looking like Barbie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, and for some reason, I just love hearing people walk on concrete and hard floors. Like, I don't know why I'm that fucking weird. But like this whole movie was an <laughs> ASMR dream to me because all you hear is all this crunching concrete and leaves. And I loved it. Sorry. I just I can't. Um, but I feel like this movie struggles to know what it wants to be it's like it's, it's is it going to be a slasher heavy on suspense or a comedy like an, like animal house like what's going on and and from the rose mcgowan lookalike main actress to the most random fucking cameo ever with greg allman i have uh, a lot yeah. of questions well it, that's not for me that wasn't that shocking because he's a character that doesn't that talk but it's a main character in that movie rush yeah that I would that I've seen that I didn't really like. So I, I mean, I was like, oh, of it's course, Greg Allman's randomly in this fucking movie. God, it's like some cosmo tantric. Yeah, he's like person. this weird cosmo character, but he's like also the head of the journal, like the school Newspaper. news. Yeah. School news. Yeah. Yeah. So, so much of me was wondering if this can even be truly considered a slasher because the body count is extremely low. Blood and gore is essentially non-existent other than the three drops of blood she scrapes off the floor in one scene. Mm-hmm. The kill scenes are not all of that, minus the final 15 minutes. Um, and the whole movie just exudes some Lifetime original movie vibes to me. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I might watch this like once or twice a year, but I would still feel kind of meh about it and would probably just rather fail out of college than watch it anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I told you earlier, I said it was a lifetime movie wrapped in a lifetime movie wrapped in three Christmas gifts. I mean, like it is lifetime. I don't know movie. where you got Christmas out of. This. I don't know, because there were as I was using the term wrapping. Um, well, Halloween, just pres- we, I give my husband Halloween presents. Well, I don't give any. OK, I don't have anybody to give presents to. So bro, thanks for bringing that up. Um, and I certainly don't wrap them. I put them in bags. So thank you very much. <laughs> God, how rude. I mean, I might get Steve something, but he doesn't give a shit if I wrap it because he's a dog. The audacity. Yeah, he's sitting right here and he's like, you do give me presents. I'm like, yeah, but I don't wrap them. I just t- said that to my dog. So, um so yeah, so we start out. Yeah, okay. Before I do that, I will say I did like it. Okay, mm-hmm. 
I had to did like you, it all did, right. Do you think you liked it as much as I liked the walking on hard floors? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but crunch, I did. Crunch, I crunch. mean, I love TV movies, and you know, the TV movies that were actually before Lifetime became a channel. At those like really early, like eight, like the seventies and eighties TV movies, I really like those. Mm-hmm. And this felt like a TV movie from the late eighties, which I really like. And I did think that they did a good job with the with um, the suspense and the wondering who it is, because I really. It seemed obvious at the end, but they did a really good job at making you think it might be this other person. Well, I will say we'll get into it. The second it showed me this masked person and you see this person's neck, you know who it is. So the first time I saw the person, I knew who it was based on how that neck, the neck looked. It was oh, see, pretty obvious to me. I didn't get I was that like, far. I was like, I mean, because you see a neck from the ma- from the mask, and I'm like, okay, that's that's definitely this person. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't really like look that hard. So, but I mean, I do think they did an okay job at like making the other guy seem like he could really be the killer. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think they did well on that. Um, I might watch it again, not not every year. Um, I would say, yeah, watch it once. That yeah. I would I would I would not recommend it. I would recommend it for a one time view. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, if nothing more for the Dicky song at the end, but they he pops out of that coffin looking like Dracula, and he is slaying that. Oh stage. God, it's such a good fucking song. And the guitar has a chainsaw on it. Like yes, dri- like ch- rip yeah. me open. Thanks. Yeah, gag <laughs> me with a chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> a guitar. So- yeah, the chainsaw guitar. That's what I meant. Um, so okay, we start out with Tony, as we said on the back of the box. She and she's new at this um college, Tambler College, or I guess we're supposed to think that. And she's a journalism. Yeah, she, said, yeah, she says she's been there for a week. Yeah, so she's like a journalism major, and I was kind of wondered if she transferred from another college or because she doesn't seem to be a freshman. Yeah, she and, said she just transferred a week ago. <laughs> oh, she, she, okay, so she's going to say she transferred. Okay, yeah. So. She like wants a really good story, but the only story that Cosmo, who's played by Greg Allman, will give her is um, he wants her to cover Rush Week, which is happening right now. So that's that's the you know people when people rush all the different fraternities and sororities. Although in this movie we only really see two fraternities, well we don't see any sororities. So um, yeah, another reason that she doesn't sorority give a movies shit. another movie that sorority movies are way better than fraternity yeah. movies. This is an example. Facts. <laughs> So she goes to all those. Oh, speak, speaking of facts, um, the guy who plays the president of the main frat, Beta Delta Beta, is from an episode of Facts of Life. Anyway. Is he's what in Facts of Life? He's, a, he's in one episode of Facts of Life. Oh, Dean Hamilton? Yeah. Anyway. Name, yeah. I lo- you take the good, you take the bad. You take them both. You take them both, and we there continue you have. on. Um, so she she starts, uh, she interviews people. I can't remember if she, I think she interviews someone at beta delta beta first um but she's also talking to this guy at this other frat that they're i can't remember their name the other frat uh, is gamma alpha epsilon and they're like really okay preppy. so if you watch the animal house this is basically taken straight from animal house beta delta beta is the fraternity the main fraternity in animal house and um the other fraternity is the strict fraternity in animal house i mean it's and, like completely taken from that yeah, and they keep calling them gay, G-A-E, but they keep calling them gay the whole yeah, movie, too. Which is just, you know, hilarious. Yeah, it's, like the, it's like the preppy. It's like the – again, Alpha Epsilon is such a preppy-looking – it's like the preppiest fraternity I've ever, like, heard of in my life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's seriously, like, these – it's, it's – it like is sweater, the other – sweaters and plaid and polo. It is the other – it, it is the other um, fraternity at Animal House. It is. I mean, it's just, like – it's exactly like that one. Like, yeah, I'm just saying – Even from their – I know, I know a lot of people who still haven't seen Animal House. Or, yeah, um, I know a lot well, of people. Well, if you haven't seen there. Animal House, you should probably watch it. Um, It's kind of like a classic. But anyway, so um, while this is going on – there's while she's like interviewing people, we see this girl that's um uh posing nude for this guy. Well, and before she's even posing, she's walking around campus looking all weird, and it's so dark, and there's not a single light on the entire campus. There's not a single light pole that's on. And yeah, this then all is before people she, cared about a rape on campus, I guess. And like, and she just basically like 
you see somebody following her, like you see these feet, and then all of a sudden she just runs into the science building, and you're like, why is she running into the science building? And then it turns out she's this model, yeah, and, and she's doing like topless posing and posing with fake dead bodies. Yeah, versus this this girl poses with a mannequin, and she you can t- she's like you can tell she's done it before for this guy because she's like they they talk like she's been there before, and um. So at the end, she gets her money, and she's she's kind of pissed off. She had to pose the mannequin, but he's like, "You should be glad it's not a real one." Um, this fat guy that's taking the pictures, who also works in the in the cafeteria. But anyway, so you don't know he's in the cafeteria no, until about forty five minutes. Uh, that's why actually almost the end of the movie. You don't know it's the same guy. Yeah. So okay, so he gives her a hundred dollar bill, and it has this. Uh, red what axe. is it? It's, it's a red axe. battle axe. Yeah, on the on the hundred dollar bill and it makes sure to like you know hold the camera on that dollar hundred dollar bill because they want you to you to know you know this is on the there ca- yeah yeah the so she yep. she leaves and and before this is the second time we'd seen the battle act so far um because at the party for the pledges um jeff who was played by dean hamilton gives this really big speech and then he takes a battle axe from a suit of armor and severs the ties between society and something else and like cuts the rope between the pledges and like 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 chops them so this is the second time we've seen a battle axe on campus within like 15 20 minutes so and also like there's some kind of prank don't they pull a prank on the other on the other frat before she does uh no the next the only prank i remember is later on when they edit they edit their video during okay. their rush during their well maybe they just yeah. go and are bothering them because i know they go in and bother them at one point they do bother them a lot and then yeah. they moon them and do all this weird shit a lot there's yeah. a lot of in the, in the first 20 minutes there's like eight sets of male asses like there's so much male ass in this movie yeah so okay the girl is the cuts back to the girl uh, her name's alma and she's like yeah, her name's the main girl's name is Ju- the first girl's name is julie no oh, julie sorry yeah yeah so she, but you're, so you're we don't okay sorry i'm getting it confused with alma who works in a, as an escort and she's, she's, the, she's the next she's the next yeah yeah she's and she's at bdb and she's working as like like doing stuff and guys can watch this peephole for that looks like um like if from the inside it's like yeah. the hills have eyes poster but the eyes are cut out and they can watch her do sh- stuff in there and they pay like it's like ten dollars to watch and a hundred dollars to do whatever i don't know yeah but we but we'll still see her again before that so but we're and we're still pretty f- a little off from from that Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, so she, she dies pretty soon after this. Yeah, about 15, 20 more minutes, she'll die. Um, but like. Uh, so. Basically, we after the girl gets the $100 bill, she some guy walks in and slams her face with an axe. Yeah. OK, and yeah. then basically then there's just some little random hijinks that ensue. Like there's a little there's an interlude with the school admin, with the girl, with the principal, the dean. And then there's a prank in the science lab. And oh, then there's yeah, the reporter. Tony goes there's, and talk. Tony goes and talks to the dean. And she's like he he's telling her about rush week. And then yeah, basically on his, her way out, she sees a picture of a girl and he's like uh, she he. She finds out that it's his daughter, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," because she was like, "Oh, she's very pretty." And he's like, "She died," and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And but that, that's all and the we don't get any information on how she died at that point. So she just. But leaves. this is our first red herring because he goes, "Yeah, you can be very close to a person and not know her or yeah. him." Yep. So it's like something's gonna come from that statement, and it does. Mm-hmm. But and it but and and then right after this scene, or right before this scene, actually, there's a tantric sex scene with Cosmos and this girl named Alma. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And then they're doing it, and I guess it's a freaking Adores poster. I don't know, but it looks like old Greg up there. Um, I'm old Greg. Oh, uh, I know old Greg. You know, it looks just like him. I don't know. Katie's obs- um, my roommates or ex roommates obsessed with old Greg. Oh my so. god. Oh my god. Not 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 Quimmy. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that one. I thought that was like this. This is such an old thing. But uh, then we get to no Katie Mosley. Then we get to the prank that you're talking. Another prank you're talking about, where they basically take the Gamma Alpha Epsilon video and like put like gay porn on it, basically, and they start like 
over over video or video or sound overlaying whatever and it's like, not just it's not just like students that are at this because that's how it usually should be it would just yeah. be students but their parents yeah. are also there yeah. for what some the reason hell? It's so i don't know bizarre. why and there's so, like, so they're just like gay porn on the thing and i'm just like a hey, rude you know like it's like this is um clearly <laughs> homophobic right. and it's, it's fuck but i was also you know but you expect that from 1989 so like i'm not gonna like you know, it's not gonna, I'm not going to be too hard on him for that. But it's like, why are their parents there? Why like, are their parents there? That's the biggest thing. They just don't go to that. That's not. So, yeah, okay. even more. So there's even more male booty. Um, and then Jeff's like finds Tony, you know, hey, you want to go back to my party? I just like she's like she's like that was not cool what you all just did and he's like eh, whatever let's go back to my party she's like okay like what Tony get a spine like I don't understand yeah I know she flip flops so much so back weak. and forth like she's she so could weak. be super strong but then all of a sudden she's like literally hypnotized by his dick or something I don't I know it. I know I don't either because she say, she seems to like the way he acts she does not seem. Like, it's just weird. It's weird that she would still be like right now. I get it because he's just now meeting her. And like when they're when they are like at the bar, like I get that, too. But like after he does a couple weird things, you I mean, she's smart enough. She's a journalist major to like know that she's like he's, it's weird. You know, also, yeah, he just pulls this rude, like stupid prank on these people. And she's like, OK, I'll go to your frat party. Hey, yeah. Hope we're playing Edward 40 hands. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like She's just all cool with it. But then this is when we see this girl this Barbie looking girl, but she sounds like Jonas, Janice Joplin, Janice Joplin over here. And I don't know what's going on, but I don't think it, I don't think it's a terrible song, but I think that it put with that girl. It was just odd. Well, and also put with Byron over there. He was getting it. He was, I, I like, I like, Byron. I, li I really liked Byron a lot. His yellow perm was, yeah. it had, it had its own zip code. In he was family. like carrot top before carrot top. 100. And yes, yes, yes. And, God, it was ridiculous. He's, he was. But he ridiculous. was like a cool carrot top. Like I hate carrot top, but like I well, like he, this guy. Yeah, and he keeps trying to talk to Jeff about like things. He's like your responsibilities, and I'm like, what? So every so time, go, every like, let's go back a little bit, Jeff, because we didn't really explain. Jeff is the um, right. he's the for, he's BDB's like president. Yeah. And he's after he's like Tony's love interest also. So we didn't say that before. So he's also Byron. Byron is his best friend. So. Yeah, I didn't say it was his best friend, um, but so uh, the um, basically he said it. He Byron says it at some point. He's like, he's my best friend, but he's been acting weird. Yeah, well, it, it, he says it all the time that he's been acting weird. Uh, so then, and every time he brings it up, Jeff just makes his face and like runs off and like does something like mysterious and psycho. And you're like, okay, something's something's going on. Um, he knows something. And you still don't know what he knows. So there's even more mystery and suspense because you're like, the dean knows something. Jeff knows something. Byron's kind of weird. This one girl we just saw get axed. What's this battle axe on the dollar bill? So and then to throw in the more confusion, then they throw in this side hustle business that you mentioned about them peeping through the Hills of Eyes poster and charging this people to, to have sex. And then it just flashes to some random homeless guy in the woods. <laughs> yeah. For like three seconds, then it flashes back to this girl um, having sex for for money. I think she's she's definitely in on it. She's getting some of the profits. Yeah. And they trick her by bringing in this dead body, and she's mm -hmm. like having sex with this dead body, and she's like, "You can't row a boat with a limp rope." It and, is fucked. And I'm like, "There's got to be like all kinds of laws being broken right here." And like, when she gets, I mean, well, yeah, Negrovilia. And then she gets up, and it's this. She's like, "It's really cold," and it's this fucking old ass fat dead guy that they yeah, stole she, yeah. from the they stole from so like that right the there is illegal. They, yeah, well, it was disgusting. So they, the bag that they popped out of during the prank at the beginning scene in the gymnasium was that it's supposed to be that guy's body, but they hid in it. And that's when they did the prank. So they took his body and that was it. And they'll just keep it in the freezer in the basement. OK, this isn't a Buffy episode. I mean, what yeah, is, yeah, 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 that one guy goes, it's, yeah, it's been in the freezer. But what, oh, well, I mean, Why? yeah. Really, Give me some. What would you do for a Klondike? I mean, <laughs> so she starts running away in like a leather jacket and like full ass thong and high heels. And she's being followed by somebody. You can see like you can tell. And then the axe drops and then boom, after like the longest stare down of a, a foot away, she finally gets an axe to the face. So but you don't see but you don't see at all. 
Right. So, I mean, so, you know what happens, but it's like not seen. Yeah. So, so rest in peace, Alma. Yeah. R.I.P. Alma. Um, then it's so, a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. And Tori, Tori, what's his Tori? I'm thinking of Tori spelling because it's like a TV movie. It's sorry. Totally. Yeah. Tori, Tori would so have been in the movie. Either yeah. her. Um, oh, Candace Shannon Cameron, Doherty. Candace Cameron Bure, Shannon Doherty, or Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh, One my of those God. Four. Tiffany Amber Thiessen would have been so good in it. Like, they would have, like, what if all four were in the same movie? Oh, I, my I would, God. I, I, this, I would just, I would roll over and die. I would, I would be done with life. I mean, like, I would, get I would the, as soon as I bought this movie, I would just be, bye. Yeah, like, throw me on a stage, shower me with $100 bills of battle axes, and just slay my life because I would be dead. Oh, my God. That's, that's. Powerhouse. There's a, a dream. I, and now I can't even think about the rest of the movie. I want it so bad. Um, like, this movie is sucky shit now. Not at this bicycle race the next day, which sounds like a goddamn <laughs> plant show. Complete with silly hydrogen. As this guy crashes and lands face first between a girl's legs up her skirt. What is this? Like, Someone just got axed in the face, and now someone's face just lands in someone's vagina. Like the pace, the the, the tone of this movie flip flops just too much. Yeah, because that's a scene. That's straight up a scene from like Revenge of the Nerds when they're doing. Right. Remember, you know the bike the bike race and Revenge of the Nerds. I don't really and, remember the bike race, but yeah, it's like the, one of the main things because uh, they give they they're smart enough to make a pill where. Uh, Takashi can't get drunk because they oh. have to drink a beer oh, after every going, he, yeah, he's round, and he and he's, he's like that. everyone yeah, else is like passing laps. out, but he's like yeah. can't get drunk. Yeah, so it reminded yeah. me of that. Anyway, I love Revenge of the Nerds. It's one of like my favorite movies, even though there's a yeah so, there's a rape in it. But I mean, like I you don't you don't really realize that in the eighties. So anyway, um, now Tony's the, visiting Sarah. Sarah, who was the who roommate was Julie, the one that one that was um posing with the mannequin and getting the hundred dollar bill yes and she's like um she's just talking to sarah and, and sarah, um she finds, she finds she's like she, yeah she finds this notepad i guess of like all like kind of like a receipt book of all these hundred dollar bills yeah and they all have and, access yeah and she's like where did she get these and so sarah finally because she didn't want to like really say Cause she right. didn't want to get her in trouble, but and she so she's kind of like, well, I don't know, I don't know. And then she was like, well, actually, just you know, she would kill me, but this is she's been doing this, and that she had uh, met this guy through Alma, the escort, and um, that she had been, you know, taking pictures or whatever. So after that, um, Tony is like talking to the uh, president, Jeff. And um, she's talking to him about the disappearance, and he's like, um, "Well, she she I, also Sarah immediately tells also Tony that she's been going to room three hundred two in the science building." Oh, right, right. So then but all of a also, sudden, she also, but she also finds she finds a, a note saying science three hundred two. That and right. she asks Sarah about it. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is because she finds she finds like a little piece of paper, like a po it's not a post-it note, but it might as well be that right. says science three hundred two. So then she so then at, at at the same time the next scene is basically you see this person with gloves stick a package in a locker and then take like this money and it takes this person like 500 times to put the money in the envelope. Like they should have cut that scene because that yeah. was clearly a fuck up. He could get the could get the money in the envelope. And then it flashes back in the same school where Tony is. And she goes to science room 302 and she sees three drops of blood, starts scraping them off the floor. <laughs> Meanwhile, that scruffy homeless man just shows up in the doorway and then he runs off. Yeah, he has no purpose in this movie. I think that's I've, the last time you even see him. I know. I, still don't know. I don't know why he was ever involved. No I really clue. need someone. No guess, clue. Like, <laughs> why? I mean, did they cut a scene where he was? I mean, Explain. clearly they clearly they want him to be a red herring, but it doesn't work when he doesn't make any sense yeah. to be in the movie. So, so she leaves the building, and Jeff. It's at nighttime, and Jeff is just sitting there. He's dressed yes, in them, like, he's so dressed weird. In, like, a, a denim outfit, but he's wearing the same fucking black gloves. Yeah, and they're like very weird. They're like motorcycle gloves with the holes on the tops of the. Well, and we find out later that you know that's why he's a motorcyclist. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so but it still is weird. So she's um, like trying to she, she tries to like talk to him about it, and he's just like dismisses her. 
and he gets all weird again. He's like, yeah. Nah. He basically pulls a freaking um, Ricky from Sleepaway Camp and like throws his hair away and storms <laughs> off like the. But not as cute. Just, no, not, not as cute. Well, because uh, yeah. I, I was well when this when I was little and saw Sleepaway Camp, I was like, I just was in love with Ricky. I thought he was the cutest thing. Yeah. Um, give me R. Yeah, you got that R. You got that R. R. Give me an I. I. Yeah. Okay. So. so yeah. So, um, the, but at the same time, when Jeff is being all weird, he's still trying to like romance her, which is very odd because it's very like, odd. It's it's just like, but it and the the oddest thing about it is she likes it, but he's being weird. He's like he goes from being he he goes it's like bipolar as shit. It's like he goes from being fucking weird, and then the next scene, I mean, not not the next scene, and the next second. He's like yeah. trying to woo her, and I'm like, "What are you?" And and then she's she, but she's like eating it up, and I'm like, "You're, this is you. This character has not been fleshed out correctly." Sorry no. guys, sorry no. people that wrote this movie, but Tony like, is they, not fleshed out. Like I, yeah, decide you, you need to decide out. if she's weak or if she's strong because you can't go this. This isn't okay. Like I, yeah. I, I don't understand this going back and forth from, from being weak and strong. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing that she does makes any sense because you don't know what her character is. So nothing about her ever makes sense through the whole fucking movie. Well, because she seems sense? to be, she seems to be so in love with Jeff that like nothing can, nothing. She can't see fucking anything. The yeah, whatever well, for the for the the. Whatever that, there's that saying, you can't see the force for the trees. Whatever. Well, what does make sense is her then going to the science lab the next day and putting the blood under a microscope, and they decide that it's an AB negative and it's yes. human blood, which was the same um, blood type as Ju- Julie, which Julie. they found in one and a half seconds on a computer in '89 in MS DOS. Yes. So yeah, because God. one because one girl knows how to get in through the back door of the MS DOS computer, God. and that's the way you get in without a password and the blah God, blah blah so whatever. So she, yeah, yeah. And, and why and why the hell? Listen, I had I don't even remember what my blood type is. My mom doesn't know what my blood type is. I did a test, like I bought a test recent, like well a year ago, to like figure out what it was and i don't even remember and i lost the thing so i still don't know and so so and i don't know what college asks for your fucking blood type no none none you don't get you don't give it like i've never given maybe my blood they did, type. They, maybe they did in, in the 80s and any type of school has never taken my fucking blood type ever maybe they did in the 80s <laughs> whatever anyway yeah i called my mom and i was like hey what's my blood type and she was like i don't know and i was like but thanks like i <laughs> I was like, and then I go, okay, bye. And she was like, bye. And just hung up. It's like yeah. a, like a normal conversation. I was like, you're an asshole for not knowing my blood type. You're supposed to be my mom. She is a, <laughs> so, she is a really, she is a really good mom. Hey mom. She listens to this. So anyway, we love you, mommy. Um, then we're back to the campus and uh, it shows the creepy guy at the cafeteria. Like basically I, the guy that's taking that walks by, it's the guy we still take- don't know. We still don't know that yet. Yes, we um, did. We see him in the first scene taking the pictures you see him but you never it never shows his face until the second girl gets killed oh i thought i saw it in the first one no it shows his face when the second girl gets killed. you see a side panel and you can kind of kind of tell but you you might assume and then also the lighting sucked on one version i had and i could see it a lot clearer on my my blu-ray re-release the the one i did i could tell the one i did i could tell who it was yeah but i mean it doesn't show him full on until the second one Okay, so after, so basically, you're like, you still don't know why, what this is going on. You don't know. She's, she's like, he's being real weird, but, but she, he also asks her to go on a picnic with him, and she's like, okay. So we, wait, what? See them go on this. The the picnic is like, still, it's like ten, fifteen more minutes later. Yeah. So because right now, yeah, she's she's topping up her her first report. She's continuing her report now. Um, after this nighttime cafeteria scene, which is weird in itself, she's back in this dark ass library or somewhere, topping up her report. Her computer screen goes blank, and then up pops a message that says "Death purifies," and then the phone rings and no one's on the line. And she thinks it's Jeff because earlier she got a same thing happening to her in the daytime where he sent her a poem. Yeah. The red vowels are blue. Most poems rhyme. This one doesn't. Um, so she thinks it's him because I'm sorry, it's really funny. Because she knows how to hack into the, everyone can everyone knows how to hack every, into these. Yeah, computers. everyone in this is a hacker. So it's a freaking hacker. It's like we're all freaking Angelina Jolie all of a sudden. And so then all of a sudden, though, now she's at the bar and Jeff shows up, and I guess they're just talking. Like she thinks it's him, and he's like, "It's not me." Like 
or that's about that's about it. And then yeah. then we get our my favorite cameo cameo in the movie. Dominic Brascia or whatever. Oh yeah, he's um, from um, he is uh, the fat kid in Friday the Thirteenth Part Five who gets killed, and he's also the director of Evil Laugh, one of my favorite Evil movies Laugh. ever. So he's also the spokesman for Snickers in the eighties. And he's dead now. So yes, but uh, he, was in, he was in it, so I was like, yes, yes, yes. Give yeah, he's me in this. it more than he's in it more than once too. You see him in like two, like two or three times. times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is one more time that we keep hearing that Jeff is neglecting his house, his brothers, his responsibilities. Well, what are they talking about? I yeah. literally waited at any moment for them to pan down to the basement and like see girls chained up and like a lizard man pop out of the out of the sewer like in Buffy. Because what what is he not doing? I, well, yeah, because Byron's always talking about he's just not the same. He's not the same, and it's just like. Uh, okay, like what? What? Yeah, you know, what do you expect him to do as a fraternity? I mean, it's it looks like he got that party together. I mean, like unless yeah. you did it, like, and if you did it, then like uh, whatever. I mean, like. <laughs> well, then this is where Byron finally tells Laura or Tony. He's Tony like, did. Jeff was dating the dean's daughter. Yes, she was murdered at the science building. And dismembered a year ago today. A year ago, yeah, dismembered that's a year ago that, today during rush week, and her name was Laura. And that's where they would meet. So that's where the hit Jeff, because the dean did not like Jeff. So they would meet in the science department. That's where right. they were like had their rendezvous. And so Jeff found her. Yeah. And so, you murdered. know, it's yeah, murdered, murdered. And, and then the, um, the next thing you know, we're big, we're bebopping along on a motorcycle to the, yeah, I know. One of the it's like one of the best like, songs I've ever heard in my life. I mean, um, it, we're, she is having a good time. That song is like straight out of Fraggle Rock or something. I don't she, know, but I was she didn't damaged. she did not have a helmet on. No, they did not. Wow. And um, then, you know, they're they're. Tr going through to their picnic scene they had this little sexy sexy scene and when she's mm -hmm. like she's like her hand is like on his member and she's like tell me about your dead ex what <laughs> so he's kind of like okay i'm not in the mood anymore and then yeah she's like, it's okay. yeah like, it's like i think i'm probably in love with you tell me everything what what yes. is going on i, I no. died i died i was like you have met him twice you are are you for real right now you are like luckily this is a movie and it works out for her but like in real life i was i was embarrassed for her because she goes well first of all she's like trying they're, they're like having an intimate moment and like why tell the hell would that be the moment that you say tell me about your dead girlfriend so that's you're dumb and then when like he's I knew weird, Byron told you something. <laughs> when he's weird about it, which you would be because, like, you think you're about to have sex, and then she asks you about your dead, dismembered girlfriend. So you're, like, not really in the mood anymore. I just and wrote, then honey, she's, honey, what? Honey, and what? Then, and then she's like, I think I'm falling in love with you. Ah! I think okay. I'm probably in love with you. Red, I, we're past falling. Red flag. Red flag. That is a red flag, girl. Yeah. And you need to be running quickly away. Yes. And he does, he ignores it, but then it starts raining, so it kind of like there it kind of like saves her, like it's saved by the bell, saved by the rain, and they run into this like shack that he knows about, and um, she's like, I don't know, they kind of forget about that whole the I mean the in, that horrible conversation. Ugh. Unfortunately, and they, they, they help us out because it basically is just immediate flashes to another girl getting her um, her naked photos taken. Her name's Rebecca, and we don't really get to see as much of the scene because they're basically trying to move on from this awful, weird sex fake sexy sex scene that never happened. And another hundred dollar bill with another axe on it. And the photographer leaves, and then it's very, very evident at this point that it is this, the the chief cook. And but we don't know why he's doing this. We don't still don't know what's going on. Like what's what's how is how is every girl he that he really... photos, um, he pays with an axe dollar bill and hundred dollar bill, and then they get killed. Well, so she gets her clothes. Actually, she's getting her clothes on. He just turns the lights out. I'm like, bitch. There is no respect. She can't even see to put her clothes back on. Yeah, but I don't know. She's a red flag girl anyway. Um, because then just, and then she. Uh... But yeah, and then she, she's walking she, around the science building, and it's like detour. I'm like detour through a chemistry lab. Oh, Rebecca, yeah. And then it's like, oh, yep, she gets axed. I'm like, yeah. You think what detour goes through a classroom <laughs> with Bunsen burners and beakers and, she, and it, it, chemicals? Like it straight up just went into a classroom. No, no, no way out. I mean, yeah. So also Idiot. at some point during all this, and I can't remember what what 
part it is. But but Tony's on the computer because I know it's soon after she said, I think, or whatever, I love you or whatever. And she's on the computer and she gets like this like note in her computer because someone's hacked in because apparently everyone's a hacker. This is I love you, too. And it's from Jeff. So yeah, that that's yeah. that's we. I don't that's, I don't remember at what point that right is. Now. But I like, right now because she also she goes to Dean that to the Dean with evidence. Um, because she thinks are like she goes yeah she goes to him later. So right now though she is I got that message from Jeff and then this girl walks in. It might be her friend Janelle. I don't remember who it is. Yeah, but she's I think like, it is. She's like it's your turn to get the developer. She's like ah shit I can't return my love text. Yeah. So she goes to the camera. <gasps> oh that's when she goes to the camera store and the creepy and the fat guy that's been taking well, we pictures can, follows her. Yeah. We can just call him the, the, the cook, the chef, or Arnold, which is his name, now that we know his name. Because he says, hi, if you're into modeling, um, here's my card, and you and, and you see the like the axe. Like, and here, mm-hmm. go ahead and like, prepays her $100 or something. Um, he, ta- he takes it away. So she's like, so she's like, oh, uh. so she goes back to the school and finds um, an address directory and basically looks up his, his um address either from his phone number or his name not sure i think yeah who knows it's just and then she breaks into his house there's all these photos around um lots of sexy photos poses with fake dead people like julie had she breaks into another room and it's like now you're wondering like is there some sort of like even further something happening with necrophilia because by the way with with rebecca she was actually posing with a dead body and um the, se- the second girl, the one that like had to take the detour. Yeah, she, so it's like there's, she, there's so a like necrophilia her, vibe coming yeah, in. Yeah, because deep, the right? first one and the first picture with a uh, Julie, he, it's just a mannequin. He's like, you should, you're lucky. It's because right. she was, like didn't feel comfortable with that. And he's like, it's lucky it's not a mannequin. But when Rebecca did it, it was a ball, like a, they had shaved. It's like it looked yeah. almost like a mannequin, but it was a dead body. So she breaks so. out of the house after like this little like five minute tense thing. Is he going to find me? Is he not going to find me? And then she goes straight to the dean. And he doesn't give a shit. He's basically no, like, he doesn't care. He's like, you need to. He's like, this is my. Well, they chief they cook. fire him. They fire him. But that's it. But yeah, it's, it's just like, and then she goes out, and then she sees Jeff, and she's like, the dean didn't give a shit. He's like, well, should he? It's like, why didn't yeah, you let it go? Well, he said, I'm like, like why does nobody just, care? He says, just because uh, she, just just because someone's a sexual deviant doesn't mean they're like a killer. And I'm like, okay, but like, shouldn't you investigate it a little more? Since like he's. These people are dead. I mean, I, whatever. It's right. Fine. Okay. And now it's now it's basically like, oh, by the way, as usual, we have a fight. Blah blah blah. Hey, time for a party. Yeah. So there's this party. He's like, dress up, and we see all this fog, a hearse, and robes, and candles, and I'm like, what is going on? And they're like, B D B, B D B, carrying something in the house. Byron dressed like a French Freddy Krueger with a cowboy handkerchief and a beret. Yeah. Mm. Um, and basically, then Tony. Um, calls the cook and he's like, she's like, hey, you know, she's trying to set up like a sting operation. It basically is what it sounds like. And she doesn't realize that he does remember who she is because she left her card at his house on accident and yeah, her kerfuffle she- to get the fuck out of the house. And he's like, I don't know who you are. So then you're like, okay, what's going on? Well, then it's this, and then it's the Dickies. Then it's like, then we get the really the booby, good song because we're at their the booby trap the song rager. Yeah, they're at the party. Someone sneaks into the frat. Look like Norman. What's the song mom. called? What's the song called again? Booby trap by the Dickies. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That person that uh, came in dressed like a. Norman Bates like Norman Bates yeah, it was real creepy. And then I'm like, okay. So then she's calling the police, the campus police. They don't believe her. So she calls the dean again, and he's not there. So in my mind, I was thinking, I wonder if he's the guy dressed up like Norman Bates' mom. Of course, it wasn't. But it was, then it, it's was the, it was the president of the other fraternity. The fraternity, yeah. Yeah. And basically, there's there's this cat and mouse type scene right now going on where Tony and the cook are both in the school. He opens one door, she goes into one. It's like this really. It's whatever kind of stupid scene but while that's happening we see what um in jeff's room we see all these clippings of this dead girl his ex-girlfriend and it's almost like a a, a, a tribute kind of thing yeah it's like a but it's like a vigil or like a vigil yeah uh, like or what's the word like um i don't know what the word is like tribute a, i don't you know you know like when when Memorial. someone has like a it's more creepy than that when someone like has a whole shrine. thing yeah shrine um 
So then Janelle hacks into the fucking computers and she's like, Tony, if you read this, hit enter. Jeff, yeah. whatever. She's like, what, what, what the hell? He's like, I just couldn't handle I can't understand this whole hacker stuff still. Uh, but then the killer finds her. Oh, sorry. Before, right before this happens, you realize it's not the cook because he opens the door and gets axed in the face or the chest. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. he's dead now during this fake scene. You're like, okay, well, the red herring that it's a cook the whole time, it's not him. So you're thinking, well, it's clearly going to be Jeff. Um, maybe Jeff went crazy and killed his girlfriend, and maybe Dean's not answering because Jeff's killed him. We don't really know. But yeah, then Jeff, the killer I mean, Jeff's been acting totally fucking balls crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then the killer finds her, and the chase begins. And you know they end up in a few different rooms, and they play hide and seek. And then they end up in this furnace, which is like God. They, I'm sorry, they're like these all these scenes, like all, every single one. We're rushing through them, but like, it's so thick They take for fucking like ever. forever. And the ever. furnace is like, like we just saw the Freddy Krueger thing, and we get it. Now we're now we're even more Freddy Krueger here. Yeah. But um, then it shows the killer again, and I'm like, okay, I know definitely who this is. This is like the third time I've seen this killer's neck. I can tell it's an old person, right? Yeah. Um. So then Crazy. she sneaks up. She sneaks up on him and hits him on the head, but it's not an old person it actually is jeff and i'm like oh well then shit never mind um mm-hmm. then surprise After she bitch. runs back there there's another guy dressed the in the exact she same turns, yeah she turns around and he's right there dressed just like him and here's good old neck mcgee and is the dean <laughs> and the dean um so so neck basically McGee. he's he's basically <laughs> like yeah and he basically just says he's been doing this to purify the campus of sinful women. You because saw, you, you called that other guy Shoulders McGee in the last <laughs> Whatever. Who was that? I don't Who was know. it we I, called Shoulder, Shoulders McGee? No, it, was, it was probably the girl. It was the girl from Sorority House Massacre. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was Kimberly. It was Kimberly. Kimberly coming out of the shower. You called her Shoulders so, McGee. So he basically. Dick McGee. Yeah, Nick McGee slash the killer basically says he's been killing these women because they're taking nude photos. And he did it. He killed his own daughter because she was taking nude photos. No, he killed her because he was like meeting the meeting Jeff to have sex. I mean, she was modeling as well, though. But but they they would always meet in the in the science wing, too. yeah, so so he that killed part's, her. Okay, that part's confusing. So he kills her. Well, it's just sinful, I guess. Whatever that means. Yeah, I don't whatever. Know why. Yeah, she's it's just being like, okay. like we thought it was crazy, stupid, and not Mayor Beach. When I don't did he? He didn't kill his fault his daughter, but he should have. Yeah. I know. But, but, and this he one, was the one going straight up in his face being sinful. Yeah, and in this one, he does kill his daughter. I was like, what is going on? I don't yeah. get it. But basically, there is a struggle. You think they're dead. You don't think they're dead. Then he's not dead. Then no one's dead. Also, and then let's like, say who it is. We said it was the dean. Oh, we did. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I thought we yeah, did. it's it's, it's, the, like, uh, it's the dean. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't. I didn't remember us saying that. Sorry, I yeah, just I mean, remember saying. I, I thought we were calling him Nick Nick McGee until like we gave the big reveal. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Even Nick McGee Nick McGee killed his own daughter. That's Nick McGee slash the dean. <laughs> I'm looking at IMDb. His name is Nick McGee the third. So, uh, <laughs> so basically, <laughs> every time you think someone's dead at this last They're five not. minutes. They wake up and they, someone gets stabbed. Someone gets hit. And then finally someone's head. So finally she throws, the, she gets the ax, tosses it to Jeff and he cuts his head off. Well, but before that, you think he's dead and he what? just like, yeah. And then yeah. The, 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 yeah, the head, the decapitation was surprising for me. Cause I was like, we haven't seen any gore in this movie at all, but you're just going to show a fucking head flying off someone's shoulders. Oh okay. God. But then they show the head cut off and you see the eyeballs through the mask and it looks yeah. like Chucky. Yeah, like those are like Chucky's eyes. I'm like, still what not is as this? bad. Still, still not as bad as he knows you're alone. But I don't know. That was a pretty bad. This and this one had a mask on it, and it was still pretty terrible. Well, I mean, um, I don't know. And now, this is what I don't understand. Now they're like the cops are like, see, they're, they flash forward instantly. <laughs> To like this frat house again, and they're all just like on the porch waving like they're on the goddamn. Oh, yeah, street. oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's like it's dark inside, and they're like, "Thank you so much." Oh my god, like, for... thank you. And then the cops, the campus cops, are like, "See, they don't seem that bad to me." I'm like, "What is what?" 
Yeah. So I, that ending to me was totally. And they like, leave. And as soon as they leave, there's this song that starts playing and um, Tony d- jumps into Jeff's arms and then the lights come on inside and they're really partying inside. Like, okay, cool. Like what kind of fucking ending is that? I don't know. I, yeah. The ending was so rushed. So, so rushed. And that's right there. The fact that it didn't end in a very high, solid like note for me is the reason I can't I can't like it more. I just don't. I mean, I, like I think it. it it definitely ended in a in a in a way that was shocking to me, but like not in a good way. I mean, it's, it's like um, really? I mean, I would have rather if they were going through this whole Freddy obsession in the last 20 minutes, I would have rather someone been ripped through a window looking like a doll. Yeah, I don't. But I, I mean, it, it just it ended like a it ended like a movie like Animal House or Porky's would end, and like but I'm watching a horror movie. I'm not watching like a comedy. It ended but, like a movie that should have gone to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there should have been another scene. Yeah. So how many? What do you rate it? So well, real quick, we have five deaths in the movie. We oh, have Julie, sorry. Do you, Alma, I, I thought we'd rate him yeah, first? Sorry. Julie, Alma, and Rebecca were all axed. Mm-hmm. Arnold was axed, and the dean was his cut was cut off. Like yeah, that very be. low body count. Low body count and low low. And you don't see anything. Low everything. Really. Yeah, you don't uh, don't see anything. I'm probably gonna give it a two. Yeah, I think I give it like I think I give it a two point five only because I really like TV movies and that Dickie song is really good. So I give it a two point five. Well, I'd give it a one and a half if it wasn't for the Dickie song. Okay, well, I, I do mean, love. TV movies, and that's why it's getting one and a half. Yeah, it, it really. It, it, really, I wonder was this a TV movie? Oh, you know, was, like yeah, I don't know, but I, it was. Um, the girl though, Pamela Ludwig, who plays Tony, I swear she's like an '80s dead ringer for Rose McGowan. Yeah, no, like from the fair. eyes and everything, her, her skin is so fair. I just, I really did enjoy her in the movie. To be honest, she's in it quite a. She's in Over the Edge, which is like a cool movie. Yeah. Um, but she, she was in like not that much stuff though, like Project right. X, whatever that is. I mean, she stopped working after 1990, which Pale Blood was her last movie. So, yeah. So, are there any fun facts? About I don't this one? think so. <laughs> like, I didn't. I don't know. Um, the only thing that they have is like, um, the first victim's last name is MacGuffin, and it's a joke because it refers to a MacGuffin. It's a literary term used to describe a plot device which motivates the protagonist, but it's often unimportant to the overall story. So there, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, a review. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. A, a review in. Um, it was re- okay. So it was released on home video in 1991. And I wonder if it came out before then. It, I don't see anything. So, but Variety it, it, did. It, it, it was shelved for like two or three. It was shelved for two yeah. years. Yeah. I think. It, okay. So, a review in the Variety Television and Film Guide called Rushweek a slasher film long on pretty girls and sh- short on gore. It's a belated direct to vid release. Durable yeah. if cornball format has co eds being killed on a college campus during the frat's annual Rushweek ceremonies. Um, Brave Air seems more intent on satisfying voyeurs. So that actually that gave me all the information I needed. So it it did go direct to video, but it was like yeah. shelved. Um, it's a, someone's other someone else called it another stupid, boring teen horror movie. Um, although running several years too late to catch the slasher craze, it's a it's fairly honorable attempt to rehash the past. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I think yes, the, so, I think yeah. the I think the the consensus is just like average. You know, it's like okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like, I mean, I wouldn't hate it if it was on in the background or someone wanted to watch. Like, if someone was really wanting to watch it, like, I'd probably play on my phone some during it. But I mean, I wouldn't mind it being on. Um, it's not. It's yeah. not like. Um, what do I hate so much? Like, blood I don't trash. know. But two and a half. Blood, two and a half stars trash. tells you that. Yeah, that's a good. That like that accepts that explains the two and a half stars. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I don't have anything else to say about it. So I'll say. Stay gagged on hacking MS DOS in the eighties. Yeah, right. Stay, uh, stay gagged on picnic material. <laughs> stay gagged on battle axes. Oh God, stay gagged on robes, on cloaks. I mean, um, stay gagged on fucking dead bodies from the from the medical science whatever lab where they're doing dissections on people. 
So like, yeah, stay gag of necrophilia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, and uh, everybody stay gagged and following us on all social media platforms and YouTube and, you know, rate, follow, subscribe, share, share. everything. Love ya. <laughs> See ya. Deuces. <laughs>